to Christian Therapy with Aisha Verano. How are you guys doing? Have you guys missed me? I've definitely missed recording this podcast. So I recently got a mic stand. So if you guys don't like the audio, blame my microphone. But to be honest, I think it should be better. I think it should be better. Let me know what you guys think. Um, Okay, so today we're talking about something that has been happening and for so, so long. And frankly, it's exhausting. And it's about Black Lives Matter. One thing that has become so obvious is that people feel like because, you know, um, because of the color of our skin, we do not, we're not entitled to the same rights as other people. That's just not acceptable. And today I want to focus on people that say all lives matter. Now, if you're one of them, I want you to take a moment to think, why exactly do I keep saying that all lives matter? Why do I say it in response to someone saying black lives matter? Why am I so upset that someone said black lives matter? It doesn't make any sense. It's a slap in the face. Imagine I was saying, oh, so today I'm coming together and I want to do um, breast cancer awareness. And then someone comes from nowhere and says, oh, why is the name of your charity or why is your charity not dealing with AIDS? It doesn't make any sense. You started the establishment, you started the movement for something specific as a result of a particular need. If you want to start your own movement, if you want to start your own thing with your own name, that's fine. You do that. And I feel like the reason people say that, um, all lives matter, one, is because they're trying to make it go down easier for some of their racist friends, one. And, I, and this goes for the black people that say all lives matter. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't see why it's a problem to say Black Lives Matter. What is the problem? Doesn't Black Lives Matter? Doesn't Black Lives Matter? Doesn't it matter to you? Does it matter to the police? Does it matter? You know, take a moment to actually think about it. Why are you so upset? And one thing I found is if you're one of those people where you're saying, oh, I hate the name, I hate the name, I hate the name. Okay. First of all, I feel like the reason you hate the name is because of your own prejudices and not because of what the name is or what the name stands for. The reason it makes you so uncomfortable is because you see black people as less than. The reason the name is so upsetting for you is because deep down somewhere you have your own prejudices and you're racist or you're racist. So I want you to take a moment to actually think about it. Why don't I like the name? And be honest with yourself. Why does it bother you so much? I see a lot of people actually get angry about it. Like recently I saw, um, I think the email um, was one of the emails that um, one, I think someone who owns Amazon, I think, or the person who owns Amazon was sent an email um, about All Lives Matter because he posted Black Lives Matter. Why does it bother you so much? That's the problem. Um, And even if you don't like the name for whatever reason, I still think it's your prejudices. Even if you don't like the name, why don't you support the movement? Do you think it's okay for black people to be killed? 
do you think it's a joke that black people are getting killed every day by the police, by all sorts of people? Do you think it's okay for people to call the police on black people knowing is a death sentence, even when they're innocent? Is it okay? No, you know it's not okay. You know it's not cool, but a lot of people continue to do so. And I want this platform to be a place where we can tackle issues head on. I don't want to take a um, a politically correct stance. Instead, I want to stand for justice. Let's 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 bring it back to the Bible real quick. Throughout the Bible, you can see that God is a just God. God is God takes it so importantly. God takes justice as a very very important thing. Do you think God would be okay with black people getting treated like that? Do you think God would be okay with people getting killed every day just because they they woke up and they were born black? Come on, let, let's take a moment. So as a Christian, you cannot say you do not support black lives. You cannot say that, oh, it's black lives matter, all lives matter. Like, contain yourself. And focus on what's important. And one thing I want to encourage us is don't just say, oh, black lives matter, black lives matter, and do nothing. If black lives matter to you, you're going to do what? You're going to look and see how can you make, how can you push for this movement? How can you make sure that there is awareness of what's going on? You sign petitions, you attend protests if you can, you make donations, and you educate your friends and family no longer is it okay for your friends and family to make racist comments and for you to keep quiet and giggle or for you to act or gloss over it no longer is it okay for your white friends to call you the n-word and for you to gloss over it it's not acceptable it really is not and i feel like as individuals we have a responsibility to stand with people when they're going through injustices. You do not have to look black. You do not have to be black. You do not have to be related to a black person. You do not need to have a black friend to feel compassion for people that are going through this. You acting as a white person in this instance, you acting like, oh, I'm white. I don't understand privilege. Well, educate yourself. It's the same way if you needed to educate yourself about anything, you would go online and research. I want you to take it just as seriously. If your family member, if your friend was getting killed, if your friends were getting killed, if your family member got killed, I bet you wouldn't have the same energy. You would get on it to do what you can do to make things better. And I want us to, I do not want us to be desensitized to everything going on. I know some black people that are just like, oh, maybe it's their fault. Or maybe, 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 maybe nothing. There is no excuse. There is no excuse. It's not okay. And enough is enough. No longer do you take a, light approach 
where you're not actively talking about these things, where you're not actively speaking up, where you're not actively educating your colleagues at work, when you're not actively educating your friends, educating your family. No longer is it okay, white or otherwise, to have family members that have been, you know, saying all sorts of things against black people, being racist, and for you to sit and watch them. It's not okay. It's not okay. You call them out on their nonsense. I feel like that's your responsibility as a human being. Even if you have never experienced police brutality, even if you've never experienced racism in your life, even if you've never experienced anything like it, the truth is it is still happening to people and it is still happening to black people all over the world. It is happening and it is happening and it is happening. And it's not okay for you to wear your sunglasses like it's not happening because it hasn't happened to you. It's not okay for you to just be like, oh, it's cool. You know, it will pass. Oh, no, 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 no. No longer should you sit down and fold your arms expecting things to all just randomly change. That's not what's going to happen. That's not what needs to happen. You have to be the change you want to see. And I want to encourage you guys, as I'm speaking to you, I'm also speaking to myself. You know, for the past couple of weeks, especially, there was an eruption of consciousness in me. The thing is, I've always been an advocate for Black Lives Matter. But recently, I've been more of a consistent advocate and I want and I will continue to do so and continue to be an advocate for black lives from henceforth because it's not okay for us to post a few days and let it go no 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 we have to all understand our duties as individuals our duties to educate people when they say nonsense it's not okay to be like oh no they didn't mean it no 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 he said it, so guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to take you to school. Since you didn't learn anything in school, you know? Um, and if you're thinking as a Christian, what is my role in it? Your role as a Christian is to speak up where there is injustice. Your role as a Christian is to have compassion, even if you don't know what's going on. Your role as a Christian is to help people. Your role as a Christian is to ensure that this doesn't continue to happen. Which means you're praying and you're working. You're signing every petition that needs to be signed. You're donating. You're protesting. You're looking into how can laws be reformed. You're looking into if you have the ability to vote, you're voting for the right people. You're looking into these things and you're seeing them through to the end. You're not just, you're supporting black owned businesses. You're supporting your black friends in their enterprise in anything they're doing. You're, you're doing your best to, to be impactful in the black community. You're doing your best to protect your black people. You're not speaking against black people. You're not part of the people that are perpetrating the stereotype of black people. Instead, you're educating yourself and you're educating other people. And one thing I do want to say is a couple of days, it got so, so, so stressful like it got so upsetting because everything I was taking in was visual visually graphic graphic videos 
And it got to a point where I just felt like, oh my God, I need a break from it. But guess what I did? I took a short break from it to reflect and get my mind right. I did some self-care. And then I came back better than ever. I came back stronger. I came back focused. I came back thinking, what can I do better? What can I change? How can I make people aware of it? For example, if something like that happened at my previous job, I would not feel comfortable speaking to speaking about it to anyone at work. However, now I spoke to someone about it in my new place of work. And it is something that is important. To, it's something that is important to me. And I want to encourage every one of us that it has to be important. The Bible talks about can't say you love God if you do not love your neighbor. You can't say you love God if you do not love your brothers and sisters. Anyone in this world, every single person in this world is literally your brother and your sister. God formed every single person in his image and after his likeness. Now, if that is true and you really trust God and you really believe in God, you will not be a bigot. You will not be racist. You would not feel any sort of hatred towards other people. You know it's not right. As a child of God, we're called into a union of love. Even think about the fact that Jesus died on the cross for us. That's sacrificial love. That's, that's remarkable. Love is sacrifice. You cannot even sacrifice your time to support a movement that promotes black lives. You cannot even sacrifice your energy to even try to look into this thing. Try to see how you can assist. You cannot sacrifice your money. Can you really say you love God? Can you really say you love his people? I want you to reflect on that. And I'm going to end today's episode by just saying, be honest with yourself. Why do I hate the name Black Lives Matter? Why do I hate it being called Black Lives Matter? Why am I so quick to say all lives matter? If that doesn't apply to you, I'm glad. What I will say, if that doesn't apply to you, what have I done for Black Lives Matter? And how much do I really understand what's going on right now in this, in this age? What can I do better? I.e., how can I educate my friends, my family, anyone in my sphere of contact? Now, one of the amazing people that I just connect with is Amanda Sills. Now, I recently, I, I started watching her um, when she joined The Real. And every single time when she spoke about racial issues, I, I just saw the way she spoke so passionately. And I just loved how she was very forthcoming, very vocal about these things. She wasn't hiding it under the carpet and hoping it would go away like some of us do. She was tackling it head on and educating people about these things. And for me, that inspired me so much to the point where I was watching um, an episode where she was in tears because of something that happened to a black person got murdered. 
How many times have these sort of things happened? But she was so moved with compassion. You could, you could, you could just see it all over her. If you're not moved with compassion, I want you to look inward and, and think about it and ask yourself, why don't I feel compassion about what's going on? Why don't I feel compassionate enough to try to make a change? Why don't I feel compassionate enough to push for a change? Why don't I feel compassion? Is it because I'm desensitized to it because it's happened so much and I feel like nothing is going to change? Or do I actually have prejudices against black people? Am I racist? Or am I one of the, those people who don't believe or who have preconceived notions about black people? I want you to think about this. And ultimately, I want you to think about how God is love. You cannot say you love God without loving his people. So I want all of us to come together as a body of Christ. Don't say it's happening in America and it's not going to happen here. That's the same thing that was happening with the pandemic. Before it traveled all over the world, people thought it was just an issue in China. See how it traveled all over the world. That is the thing. If it is not tackled the way it needs to be, it will travel all around the world. And it already has. And it already is traveling. So you cannot sit in the UK or wherever it is you are and act like, oh, we don't really experience it here, so it's cool, it's fine, we can move on, these things happen. No, 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 it's not okay. You cannot be, you cannot act sheltered and act like nothing is happening. So yeah, I'm just going to encourage you, if you're listening to this today, be the change you want to see. Be the change you want to see. And also, if you've been spending so much time on social media and you feel like you're getting really angry and getting really upset, I encourage you to take some time out from social media, even if it's a couple of hours in a day, um, and limit some of the things you watch, limit some of the things you listen to. However, keep yourself informed and make sure you're still signing the right petitions. Make sure you're educating yourself and you know what's going on and and you're also learning about how to make sh lasting change. So yeah, one thing I'm going to say before I end this is be the change you want to see and know that we're fighting for lasting change. Thank you. And that's it. I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, I hope this episode spoke to your heart. Um, I really hope it did. And God bless you. Thank you for listening and stay tuned to the next episode. Also, if you feel like this microphone is very good and you like the audio quality, let me know. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts.
um, yeah thank you so much i love you guys thank you bye bye